Hi, I'm Dr. Pam Peek, and welcome to episode 352 of Her, the podcast where you're going to hear the naked truth about her mind, her body, her life, and today, her yoga. Oh, man, this is just going to be such a great episode. Before we begin, just know that it's made possible by our wonderful friends at Smarty Pants Women's Vitamins, the delicious once-a-day gummies that contain all of the essential vitamins, minerals, and omega oils customized just for women. To learn more, hop on over to smartypantsvitamins.com. And here's your first reminder to click on iTunes after this episode to rate and review you the show. You know, I just love hearing your feedback. So come on down and make sure to click iTunes after the episode. I'll give you another reminder as well. All right, it's time for her. Her, the podcast, the naked truth about women, her mind, her body, her life. It's all about her. Ah, all right. So it's the beginning of a new year. And honestly, I can't even imagine a better way to do it than with my wonderful next guest, and that is uh, Beth Shaw. Beth Shaw uh, is everything yoga, and now you know why I have her on. I have known Beth for so long. She is a creative visionary entrepreneur, has redefined wellness in America, author of four books. Good Lord, the last one uh, is Healing Trauma with Yoga and Mind-Body Techniques. Um, she is also uh, the founder and CEO of Yoga Fit, which is a phenomenal global training academy in yoga. I can't even imagine someone who understands the whole place, the sector of wellness better than Beth. Beth, welcome to the Herb Podcast. Thank you so much, Pam. It's so great to be here. You know, I'm sitting here looking at your absolutely gorgeous website. It's uh, for everyone out there is bethshaw.com. And it is just beautiful. And I'm just like envying your perfect posture there. Um, when you're doing that, you know, that uh, hands to knees um, all on your butt um, in a V. How come your back is so straight? What is with that? You know, I, <laughs> I, I try and I try and, and sometimes it's like I get it. But oh, my gosh, that is so beautiful to see. And, you know, you've been practicing yoga for how many years uh, actually, Pam, I've been practicing yoga and guided meditation since uh, I'm six years old. So tell us the story. I mean, how did you do that? Well, I, I like to think of it as spiritual intervention. Um, I suffered from horrible migraine headaches as a child. And because I grew up in a family where people were not that invested in what was going on with me, I taught myself how to do guided imagery and meditation to rid myself of the migraine headaches. And that really started my love of all things mind-body. Wow. Okay. So why did it stick? I'm, I'm just sort of curious. You know, I've, I've spoken to people who've begun meditating. Um, they use TM or whatever, and it stuck. And I asked them the same question because... People try and try again. It all sounds so wonderful. And 
obviously there's no downside to it. So they don't, you know, uh, experience the ability to stick. So what's that about? You know, I talk about this a lot with uh, my colleagues at Yoga Fit and because I'm starting my own radio show on Voice America called Make America Healthy. You know, my big question always is how do we affect behavioral change? And I know that a lot of people don't even get to try meditation or know what it's like to be in a body that feels really good and fit and healthy. But I think once you've experienced it, in fact, I remember, and you're so kind as to turn me on to TM over 10 years ago. The first time I did TM, I just felt so amazing afterwards. I was like, I just have to keep coming back to this space. And that's uh, coming from someone who's been meditating since age six. You know, the same thing with doing yoga or, or being physically fit. I think that the, nothing feels as good as being healthy. And, uh, you know, during these times, really nothing feels as good as being peaceful and calm. And meditation is certainly a great way to get there. But you have to have that experience, you know, and it has to anchor within you. I know. I, I, I remember telling you my experience, which was, you know, the fact that uh, most of my life, you know, I, I have sort of the monkey brain thing or gerber wheel brain or whatever you want to call it. And I'm just go constantly going at warp 20. And, you know, I have been fairly reticent to really do, you know, meditation in a big way. And I had been for a long time until, you know, uh, I was able to cobble together, you know, what I would like to see as a Oh, you know, my own unique customized version of TM. You know, I, I throw in a little prayer in there and I've got some mindfulness going on and, and TM is very open to all of that. And uh, that's what made it stick for me. And I've been at it, you know, for about the last dozen years or so. Uh, and to your point, it, it really, really helps. But tell us about yoga the benefits of yoga, why someone should even be having a conversation about yoga? Well, here's the good news. First of all, uh, anyone can do yoga. At Yoga Fit, we teach people who are in wheelchairs. We teach uh, children. Um, we teach people of all different sizes and physical conditions because yoga meets you where you're at. It also requires no equipment. I mean, the yoga mat is nice, but it's not even a necessity. So really, if you're in prison or if you're in an office or if you're in a small apartment or if you're outside in the woods, you can practice. And the physical benefits of yoga include uh, keeping your heart rate lowered, improving your circulation, your digestion, uh, reducing cortisol levels, uh, maintaining proper insulin levels activating all the, the muscles in the body, um, keeping your tendons, your joints, your ligaments healthy. If you're an athlete, you use yoga to prevent repetitive stress injuries. In fact, I recently showed my 80-year-old tennis teacher some yoga poses because he was having hip issues, and he immediately felt better. So there are so many physical benefits of yoga and then, of course, the psychological benefits of just accessing a state of peace and calm and tranquility. 
connecting with universal consciousness, if you want to get a little further down the line. Um, the benefits are infinite. And and I really think that, as you know, I'm a, um, I am a competitive athlete, I'm a triathlete, and uh, one of the things I have learned um, along the way, and certainly as a member of the board of directors of the American College of Sports Medicine, is the incredible value of yoga. You know, instead of beating yourself up and always doing hardcore physical activity and it's always about, you know, how many miles I ran or whatever the issue may be, stop already and instead uh, make certain to integrate uh, something like yoga and definitely meditation into your life because it's not just about hardcore strong body, it's about hardcore strong mind. And you really need to be able to seek ways to do that that kind of give you the win-win. What I love about yoga is I get, I get stronger. I like Ashtanga yoga especially. I get stronger um mentally and physically it gives me a chance to just you know hop off the gerbil wheel and and really be mindful be present be right there uh my flexibility is improving uh which makes me feel fantastic and it really also helps with everything else i do um you know the other thing too is you mentioned all these great benefits about yoga um, but that doesn't occur if you just do it once a month. That is absolutely correct. Yeah, what should they do? Uh, ideally, yoga should be done three to five times a week. And even if, you know, you don't have to do a full hour, hour and a half. I, I work out in the gym several times a week, and I always take 10, 15 minutes at the end of my workout to at least stretch out my hips, my hamstrings, my hip flexors, my quadriceps, um, little core work some inversions because they're amazing for depression and anxiety, which I think everyone can relate to right now. So I, I think everyone in the world needs to be doing yoga now. Well, why do you say now? Well, I mean, let's face it. We're going through a very difficult time in history. Um, people are in a constant state of fear, anxiety, depression. It, it affects everyone. Um, you know, even those of us with all of the tools are not immune. And all one needs to do is turn on the news and you're bombarded. I mean, even going into, and I've deleted all the news apps off my phone. I, I don't watch news, but you know, you go into the gym and, and there are three or four news channels playing uh, simultaneously. So we can't get away from it. Um, people are suffering as I'm sure you're well aware Stats for depression, anxiety, and trauma, not to mention suicide, are off the hook. And obesity levels have risen dramatically, no pun intended. So there, there's a lot of people that need a lot of help. And I, I like to think that, that yoga is, is the solution that will uh, unify the world and get people back on track, collectively and individually. I love it as a community. You know, it's the yoga community. Um, and you know, when you, when you all practice knowing that other people are doing it with you, I think that's why a lot of the kind of the yoga that's done online, um, has some great benefit. I don't know. What do you think? Well, I mean, look, I, I run the largest yoga mind body school in the world 
called Yoga Fit. And we had to change our business model in 2020 from all live events. We were running over a thousand events, trainings, conferences a year worldwide. We had to change it to everything online. And while that's been beneficial so that people could keep up their yoga and learn new skills and people who were teaching could develop their, their repertoire, at the end of the day, and I'm, I'm having this call with you right now from Yoga Fit's Mind Body Fitness Conference in Palm Springs, California, where we start off every year, um, there's nothing as beneficial as being in a group setting for exchange of energy, for motivation, for, for camaraderie, for community. So I think that that community is, is very important. And being around other people who are supporting your health and wellness goals and want you to be the best version of yourself. I love it. I, I absolutely love it. You know, it's interesting with this, um, oh my goodness, with this absolutely chaotic world um, and a lot of misinformation um, all the way around, too many politics, global messes. Oh my God. Um, it, it's, it's like people are seeking peace just enough already and i mean okay you can shut off the news and the rest of it but still you're gonna have to adhere to you know maybe different guidelines politically and and covid wise and all the rest of it it, it it's almost like a, a dark shadow over our heads half the time it is it is a dark shadow you know it doesn't that just sort of feel that way i mean that's the way i characterize it and then it doesn't help that you know certainly in our hemisphere it's winter and, and, you know, we're getting, we're getting all kinds of, you know, funky weather and all the rest of it. And really, at the end of the day, people need hope. They need peace. They need to know that they're living a life of meaning and purpose. I couldn't agree with you more, Pam. And, and I'm going to take this one step further, uh, if I may. And that's to a, a more spiritual realm uh, you know, I, I think we can agree that one of our biggest fears as human beings is the fear of death. And I have experienced through practicing meditation and yoga, uh, like Osha says, you have to die before you die. Once you connect with source consciousness, universal life force energy, that fear subsides a great deal. And so you're not going to be as much the victim of your fear of death being played to. And I think that's a huge component for anyone to do yoga and meditation right now. Okay, you know, I, I really feel this um, in a big way. And that is that, you know, people are walking around led by fear. That is the worst thing that yeah. you could possibly do. When you wake up in the morning and your life is led by fear, Seriously? Seriously. Um, it, it's a horrible thing. Well, it's so bad for your brain. I mean, the second chapter in my book that you wrote the foreword for, Healing Trauma with Yoga, talks about the effect of trauma, fear on the brain and how it reduces your prefrontal cortex functioning, you're in your reptilian brain, and, and you're just reacting all the time instead of taking proactive measures. To help yourself. And you also have elevated levels of cortisol, which are pro-inflammatory. And when, that means yes. that when you have heightened levels of inflammation in the body, that's a red carpet to um, illness, 
period, across the board, including increased risk for heart disease, cancer, um, you know, metabolic disorders. It, that's the bottom line. And, you know, if, if we didn't learn anything from this uh, pandemic, you know, here's the lesson. And that is, in the best of all worlds, you do everything in your power to optimize your overall health, mentally and physically. Because if you don't, you're immunologically vulnerable. And, and that's exactly, you know, where a lot of the sickness and death came from, you know, uh, in, in COVID. And it, just a huge lesson here, a big um, wake-up call to everyone globally. You know, do what you can. Uh, and, and just reverse funky habits. And one of the first places I like to go when this happens is a place of peace. I have found yoga, you know, to be a phenomenal place to start. Uh, you know, it, it really makes you more present in your own body. Raise your hand out there if you feel totally, um, you know, just absolutely separated from your body half the time. You're just, you know, you've got this body that carts around your head, which is just being led by fear. So who the hell needs that? What you need to do is occupy, be present, you know, wholly, mind and body. And that's one of the, I think, one of the best gifts from yoga. What do you think? I would 100% agree with you, Pam. I mean, yoga really reminds people that they have a body. They'll, they might get in touch with tight areas in their body. They might get in touch with areas that will hold a potential injury. They might get in touch with places in their body that they feel strong or balanced or flexible. But most people don't even realize they have a body. And, you know, we only get one body in this lifetime, and it does have to transport us. So why not keep the machine as as functional as possible? No question about it. Um, that's why I just love um, the mindful practice. And honestly, between you and me, for anyone out there, let's just say you've just absolutely been sedentary. Seriously. Um, I would ask you to walk, ideally in nature. Yes. Okay, just walk. Assume the vertical and keep moving. Um, and don't be sitting there, you know, clocking out how many steps you're taking. Would you just walk? Walk, you know, just say to yourself, there's the park. I'm going to walk for 15 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever. And, and use that as a start. That will make you be more present in your body because you have to be aware of it. You have to look around your surroundings and, you know, one would hope that you're enjoying the walk, um, that you're breathing in nature. You know, uh, everyone out there knows, and you especially, Beth, know that I'm a natureaholic. I mean, the happiest moments of my life are just being, you know, thrown onto the side of a mountain and you come back a month later and find me again. I'm just happy out there and it's brilliantly beautiful. Now, once you do that, how about spending some time you know, uh, on a mat, you know, yoga mats are everywhere. Uh, improvise if you don't have one immediately. Um, and just do the simplest yoga maneuvers, simplest. And um, by doing so, what you're beginning to do is just feel what your body is capable of and be present in it and maybe be delightfully surprised like, oh my gosh, I can do X, Y, Z. I can do that downward dog, 
You know, I could do that warrior pose. Not bad. And you know what I love about yoga is it's so inclusive. How many videos out there and how many of the big influencers in yoga are of all kinds of sizes and backgrounds and ages? It's intergenerational um, also. Yeah, the practice, the practice really meets you where you're at. And, you know, I always like to say that if people don't think they're flexible, actually yoga is great for them because they don't have to go so far to feel something. That's absolutely correct. I you know I, I feel that every time I do it. And I'm really pleased when I see that I've made progress. And it's I only made progress because, as you said, I do it somewhere between three to five times a week. That's what I do um, in the best of all worlds. And so I can actually see what's going on. And to your point, I'm not doing some rigorous, like, you know, one and a half hours of, you know, solid yoga. I mean, if that happens, God bless. Most of the time, it's very much like what you do. And that is, um, I'll tag it on to um, my other, you know, stuff that I'm doing um, in terms of physical activity. Sometimes I just go for a nice, you know, long hike with my German shepherds. And when I come back, I just do yoga stretches. I get right down on my mat and I remember exactly what to do. And you know what I love about it is I cherry pick. You know, I don't know about you, but I just put together my own little thing. So there are just certain things that I love to do in sequence in terms of the poses because they just feel good. They work for me. Um, I don't know. How does that sound to you? It sounds like you're doing the perfect thing. You're listening to your body at Yoga Fit. You know, our our credo is listen to your body, let go of judgment, expectation, competition, breathe and feel, and stay in the present moment. It sounds like you're doing all of those things. Our bodies need different things on different days. I love the fact that you did the... Um you know, healing trauma with yoga and mind body technique book. Yeah, I, it was brilliant. And it especially well, it was perfect timing. <laughs> well, man, I mean, I mean, seriously, sometimes we as authors just sort of, you know, nail that sucker. And, and really, um, how many people are out there uh, feeling great trauma? Uh, mentally and physically. How about people with long haul syndrome, you know, from COVID? Uh, and, and it just continues. Well, also people who have a history of trauma long before the pandemic, you know, trauma. Exactly. And they got reactivated exactly. during the pandemic. And trauma, you know, related therapy, trauma focused therapy is kind of a new thing. It's only really emerged in the last half dozen years. You know, it took it long enough, but the American Psychological Association and others just took a while to put together certifications and, you know, uh, pe you know, really the educational curriculum for therapists who want to learn this. And what I love about this, and this harkens back to um, Bessel van der Kolk's brilliant work um, as a... Um, researcher in the field of, of trauma, The Body Keeps the Score is the name of his book, when he was one of the first to actually incorporate yoga as part of his trauma intervention. And he did it, you know, he does it very carefully. Um, you know, many people out there who have experienced trauma uh, in the past, and once again, were triggered during this, this hellacious nightmare 
of the last two years since the beginning of the pandemic. Um, you know, people may be hesitant, you know, because about yoga, because, you know, people would walk up and they would touch your body and do corrections. Now we know better in yoga focused, uh, uh, in, in trauma focused yoga, and that is you always ask. You talk to people ahead of time. Anyone doesn't want to be touched. Yeah, I've been teaching like that since I started, offering people the opportunity to refuse an adjustment. And at Yoga Fit, we have a 100-hour Yoga Fit Warriors certification program, uh, which is great for anyone who is dealing with old trauma or new trauma, anyone who has anxiety, depression, PTSD. The program originally started as was designed by one of our trainers who is a Lieutenant Army Colonel. And the program over the past decade that we've been running it uh, really has opened up. We have a lot of mental health professionals now taking our trauma-informed yoga program and a lot of people who just have trauma who need some relief because it's stuck in their body somewhere. I love it. I'm just so happy someone's listening, you know, that this is a real thing. Um, and, you know, it's, it's so interesting. This whole pandemic, uh, it, it's just a huge trigger. Think of the abandonment when you're isolated, you know, socially and the rest of it. I'm going to tell you, I went right back deeply into my yoga because of something that all my listeners, you know, now know. And that is uh, uh, my 350th episode was my... Um, uh, was really dedicated to the science of friendship and in memory of uh, my best friend who died of COVID. Um, she died on the winter solstice. Um, it was a horrible death. Um, she had a breakthrough case, and she died in isolation, surrounded by people in hazmats, and literally just, uh, I, I, I'm still you know, obviously processing this and grieving. One of the first things I did, I remember is is I sat on my mat um, and I was trying to process and I was grieving deeply and um, just certain ways I moved my body um, was really helpful to me to just sort of be present um, and to and to just it's what I one of the things I love is that restorative yoga which, which helps yeah. me breathe deeply. Why don't you tell people what restorative yoga is? Well, restorative yoga, uh, we have a four-day training for it at Yoga Fit. And basically, you're using props to put between your body and the earth and to hold you in supported positions for extended periods of time. So you really get to surrender to the pose. You get to feel it. You get to feel what's going on with your body and you just get a chance to really kind of chill out and, and get into a deep relaxed state and, and you feel supported by your, your pillows and your blankets and your bolsters and your straps. And it's just, it, it teaches you just to kind of be and Pam, I'm sorry for your loss. And, and you really did a good thing just going to your mat because a lot of times when we have, a loss of anything, we try to run away from it, we cover it up, we may use substances or different activities to distract ourselves, but at the end of the day, it's bubbling up inside somewhere. And so 
and I've had this experience myself because I've suffered from depression and horrible PMS, you know, pretty much my entire adult life. And the value of sitting in that space and sitting in that pain, I've got several meditations in the Healing Trauma with Yoga book, you know, some that came to me spontaneously because I was in such a state of deep pain. And I knew there was like my traditional coping mechanisms like working out weren't going to work because I was exhausted and I had no energy for that. So I had to just sit and sit in the pain. And that's one of the things that meditation helped me with because meditation helps you confront whatever it is. You confront the pain um, and is really important to to do it in a way that works for you. You know, it's not just some big slap in the head. It's, it's just bits and pieces of it um, that that really help. I felt helpless. You know, here I am, a powerful physician with, you know, alphabet soup after my name. I did critical care um, for years. This is my world, you know, where, you know, these uh, people with COVID go to the ICU and I couldn't see her. I couldn't be with her. Um, you know, we were texting and calling each other until uh, she began to you know, decompensate. And then there was no more. And now I live, I look at those texts, you know, fondly, you know, as we were, you know, doing our very special communications. And, you know, I think that yoga, honestly, is part of the healing arts. Oh, it definitely is. We, we, um, you know, we use uh, at Yoga Fit, we're using yoga for uh, healing physical and emotional trauma because again there is such value in just sitting in things many times we're afraid to just sit in I, I like to call it the lotus flower but that the the petals of that lotus flower can often feel like razor blades when we're in a state of pain but if you just sit in that space long enough it dissipates and it passes but you have to have the trust in yourself, much like doing plant medicine, you have to have the trust in yourself that you're going to come back more whole, stronger, and more balanced than before because you have integrated your feelings and what's, what's lodged in your body and in your heart and in your belly uh, and, and let that sadness maybe with some deep breathing techniques let it pass and evolve. I love it. I, I'm absolutely there. It's just so ironic that here you and I are, Beth, as we usually do, talking about all things yoga, meditation, trauma, healing, just at a time, you know, when I'm living it um, in a big way. And so many people out there are. Raise your hands if you are. Yeah, everyone's feeling it to some degree or the other. I mean, this, this whole issue of stress, 75 to 90% of primary care visits to providers in the United States um, have to do originate from stress-related illnesses. Stress is huge. It's probably even higher now. Um, and all the more reason why I want you to embrace the opportunity to try yoga, how should they start? Well, 
you know, I would say normally I would just say to people, these were normal times. I would say find a class at your gym or your local yoga studio. Uh, but these days, uh, it's a little different. I have uh, free classes on my website, bethshaw.com. We also have some free classes on yogafit.com. You can also go to the YogaFit YouTube channel and take some of our classes there. And again, they're not all long format. Some are shorter. So there's, there's options for everyone. I'm starting an eight-week yoga lean transformation group that starts on Monday, January 10th. And we'll be doing a bunch of different classes every week, as well as lecture, cooking demonstrations, um, and just community. Uh, We've been running these now for uh, about a year and a half, and people really love that online community where they can bond with other people about what they're going through. I love it. That's fantastic. So again, let's do those websites one more time. Uh, BethShaw.com, YogaFit.com, or go on the YouTube channel of YogaFit. That's fantastic. And uh, I want you to emphasize this book again. It's Healing Trauma with Yoga and Mind-Body Techniques. I really think, I mean, if, if any time in your life you need it, honey, it's right now. Run on over to BethShaw.com and also YogaFit.com to be able to look at those videos and look at some of the opportunities. Um, at the very least, just give it five or ten minutes. Try it. And then get up. And you know what I'm, I'm going to say. Just get on out there and try to make sure in nature that you commune, that you walk in nature. It is beyond healing. Add that to a practice, not just an episodic every now and then, a practice of yoga and meditation. So terribly important. You might have heard that we talked about transcendental meditation, which is very science-based. Um, and, you know, Beth and I love it. Um, and again, you can cobble together what you want when you learn it. Go to tm.org, tm.org, to be able to learn more about that as well. Beth, one last word of uh, wisdom for everybody before we close out. Well, I just, you know, preaching to the choir here, Pam, I know, but just to remind everybody that your health is your most valuable asset always, and uh, 80% of your activities need to be healthy ones. So, you know, put the food down, put your shoes on, and go out, take a walk, and then do some yoga. Awesome, and tell them the name of your new radio show on Voice of America. My new radio show is called Make America Healthy, and it starts on 2-2-22 at 2 p.m. Mountain Standard Time on the Empowerment Channel on Voice America Radio. And something tells me I'm doing one of your first interviews. Is that correct? You're going to be my first, (laughs) Pam. You are going to be, you know, I absolutely adore you. Um, You've been such a great friend and professional colleague all these years. You're going to be on my first show on 2222, and we're going to talk about the obesity crisis in America. 
Oh, boy. You know, that's what I always say about this whole pandemic. It's a pandemic colliding with, you know, an epidemic of diabetes um, and basically just poor health on the overall. So we're going to talk about hopeful things, um, you know, talk some statistics, but really get into hopeful things. I and, hope and everyone listens to that. And talk about practical solutions. Yes, practical Absolutely. solutions. That's what it's all about. Beth, I can't thank you enough for being on the Herb Podcast. And everyone out there, run to iTunes right now. Rate and review the show because I want to hear from you because I'm Dr. Pam Peek, host of the Herb Podcast. Please follow me on Twitter at Pam Peek MD. Uh, also Instagram, Pam Peek MD, and Facebook at Dr. Pam Peek. Remember to catch every single episode of the Her Podcast on iTunes or Radio MD or all of the other platforms, including Apple, uh, and Spotify, etc. Thanks for listening today. Every one of you, please stay safe and stay well.